Hi, everybody. I'm Mary Parks. Thank you for joining us. This is part three of Mind and Thoughts. From Heart of Wisdom, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Today, we're going to start out with a few announcements from Heart of Wisdom. And I want you to know that we have really enjoyed doing our podcast. We're enjoying the response. We love that you are being helped by these recordings and this podcast. I just want to thank you for being with us. Please share the recording. Please share the podcast. The other thing I want to say is uh, there are a few more weeks of this topic. Uh, and we are going to try to do it at the same time. So it will be released later on this evening. So I just want to thank you for joining us. And we're going to get started now. We're starting out in uh, with Acts 4 and 32. Believers share their possessions. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions was their own but they shared everything they had. I'm going to read through each uh, scripture that have been uh, chosen for this uh, podcast. Romans 1 and 28. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so... God gave them over to a depraved mind. So, they do what ought not be done. So, this is another scripture. And it talks about God's wrath against a sinful humanity. This is scripture 28 from Romans 8. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against the godlessness and the wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them, because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world God's invisible qualities, his eternal power, and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God or gave thanks to him. 
but their thinking came from a feudal and foolish hearts were darkened. Their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. Therefore, God gave them over to their sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. And now we're going to talk about each scripture and we're going to listen to what is the meaning of these scriptures as they come forth. The meaning of this whole preach is about the mind and our thoughts. So we'll look at the first one again. The believers share their possessions. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possession was their own, but they shared everything they had. I really feel that this is something that is hugely lacking in the church today. Being of one heart and mind. How do we get to that? I feel that we get to that by keeping our eyes on the cross. When we keep our eyes on the cross, we should be of one accord. All of us that are serving the Lord, we serve Jesus Christ with the same understanding, the same knowledge, the same revelation of the cross. The cross comes first. Our eyes are on the cross. If we are preaching or in ministry, we are supposed to be in our spiritual mind. Our spiritual mindset should be the same. We should be united as a church of Jesus Christ. All one kingdom in unity. Unity is the key to the kingdom going forward and being victorious. If we all have disagreements, if we all have our own thinking, if we, can we just get along? Let me just say, can we get along? As a church, if we can't even get along with our brothers and sisters and we let every disagreement come forward and separate us, where is the unity in that church? Divided we fall, that is scripture. 
United we stand together with Christ in love with each other. In love. The Bible says abide in me and I will abide in you. If you cannot stay in love with your brothers and sisters, then you are not able to do anything because the word says apart from me. Apart from me, you could do nothing. And that is the thing. That is the key. The key to what is going to happen. In the future church, that is the key. In the future, the church has got to have unity. And right now, it starts. This is the start of what the future church needs to look like. The last day bride. The last day's bride is what this church is supposed to look like and sound like and be like. Love each other. We are not in a competition. We are to bring glory to God. We are to bring glory to the Father. We are to bring glory to God. Let's glorify our King and not ourselves. What we want to talk about now is the unity in the church. More in our minds and in our thoughts. Well, what we need is a revelation and a relationship with Christ. If we do not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, we cannot be of one accord. He died for you to have a relationship. Do you talk to Christ? Do you talk to Jesus? Do you know the Holy Spirit? Take some time to get to know the Holy Spirit. He is your comforter. When you get to know him, he will comfort you. He will take all your anguish, your pain, your bad thoughts, and he will take them out and he will get rid of them. But you have to want to change. Your thoughts can be made bad by whatever you're looking at. It's what will come out of your mouth. What are you looking at? What are you watching? What are you doing? It's going to come out of your mouth. Your mouth is revealing what is in your heart. So, think about what you're looking at in the dark times. Think about who is living in you in the dark times. Think about Christ. And the light of Jesus Christ will shine on the darkness. And the darkness cannot overtake the light. He will reveal to you the dark things in the corner of your heart. 
and in your mind. What is in your heart will be in your mind. When you are being bombarded with your thoughts that are evil thinking, the Bible says to cast down all negative or evil thoughts. Cast them down in the name of Jesus. It's a battle. But until you are victorious, this will come back to you over and over again. Let the Holy Spirit reveal whatever it is. Pray a simple prayer. Ask him to change you, which you did when you received salvation. And now he is cleansing you and bringing you to the repentance, which you need to be in order to receive your salvation. You have to be baptized and born again to receive the kingdom of heaven. Otherwise, it's not going to happen for you. You have to repent. This is ever so important now. The reason that God says this is so important now is because this is your time and your only time to get right with the Holy Spirit. This is the time for you to change. If you don't let the Holy Spirit shine the light in the darkness, then you are going to continue to walk in that darkness. And oh, let me say, the rapture is a real thing. It's written in the Word in 1 Thessalonians. It will happen. And if you are still sitting in the darkness, when the rapture happens, you will not be going in the rapture. You will be one of them left behind. This is your time now to change, church. You don't have all eternity to change. You only have one way to get up into the heavens with Jesus Christ. When the rapture happens, it is through your salvation, but it is with the repented heart. God is looking for the repented heart now. He is looking at your heart. He is seeking your repentance. He is telling you to repent. Are you hearing the Holy Spirit? Listen, he loves you. He laughs with you. He has joy even. But he knows your heart. And he wants you to be cleansed. He wants you to take a stand against all evil. If you are being convicted of something then you need to know this. God wants you to stop it. If you can't stop what you are doing, then what you need to do is know that you can come to Christ. You can talk to him. Ask him to help you. Because the Bible says wherever you are weak, he is strong. When the enemy comes against you in the dark and he's 
pacing back and forth looking for somebody to devour, are you going to have an open door into your soul that will allow the devil to come in and keep you in the darkness? Are you going to ask Jesus to take this out of you? Deliver me from all that is evil. I want this out of me. Take it out, Jesus. I know that it's bad. I confess it now and I repent. I repent of the things that I am doing. Help me. Strengthen me. Take it out, Jesus. I don't want it anymore. Are you too proud to ask for Jesus' strength to help you? Are you too proud to get on your face and worship Christ? Is there too much pride in you to repent even? When you know that you are doing something wrong, you know it because the Holy Spirit is convicting you. When you know it, that is when you have to ask for help. How much time do you think that you have? How much time is there in the world? Do you know what day it is? Oh, it's ever close. Oh, it's ever close to the day when Jesus shall return for the rapture that is coming. He is coming for the spotless bride. Spotless bride. Well, let's talk about that. The spotless bride knows that their eyes have to be on the cross of Christ. When you know that Jesus died for your sins, you will not be in condemnation. He paid it all. He paid the price, yes. But that does not give you the option to carry on because you are taking advantage of his grace. Are you abusing the grace of Christ, of Jesus Christ, our King and Lord and Savior who died for you? The reason that he died for you is so that you will receive his salvation. It's a free gift. He paid the price. He wants you to stand up and walk in his righteousness. Walk upright. The Bible says upright and walk in his righteousness. Are you downtrodden? Are you walking with your head down low? Are you dragging around the burden of what's been on your back your whole life? Can you carry it around with you so you can hardly stand up and walk? Can you be a slave to sin your whole life? Are you tired? Are you tired? Are you tired of carrying around the baggage that you have carried your whole life? Are you tired, church? Jesus wants you to come to him and cry out. Get on your face and worship the king. He deserves your worship because he is the king of kings. 
and the Lord of Lords, and he is on the throne. He deserves your worship. When you get down on your face and you worship him like he deserves, you will have his attention. When you cry out in the night, in the day, in the night, whenever it comes forward, you will cry from the pit of your soul. Jesus will hear you and answer immediately. He may be putting you through something, but he is putting you through that to get you to receive your salvation. You have to receive salvation this day. You said a prayer one day, but did you know the words that were coming out of your mouth? Come into my heart. Change me. Take over my life. Do you want to serve the king or do you want to serve yourself? Do you want to stay in what you have been in your whole life or do you want to serve the king? In the church, we need to be united in Christ. One mind together in unity. Our mind has to be on the cross always. That is how our thoughts will change. We have to know that, yes, he paid it all. He paid the price for your sin, but don't take advantage of it. He considered it a joy to die for you because he knew that he was going to be the savior of the universe. By no other way can you make it into the kingdom of heaven. By no other way, good deeds won't do it. Only Jesus Christ and his salvation will. Only what is written in the word of God will get you into the heavens. So someday when you have to stand before Christ and you answer for everything, you will have to answer for everything. Everything, even every idle word that you spoke in your words to each other you have to think about what you're saying your words will be used against you according to scripture this is all written in the word of god you will be held accountable for your words you will have to give account for every word. So, it's time to do a heart checkup. Pray a prayer and ask the Father to check your heart. To take out of your heart what doesn't line up with what the scripture says. Say, take it out, Father. I don't want this stinking thinking anymore. Because it says in the word that Mary pondered it in her heart. It is where your thoughts start. And if there is a lot of negative coming out of your mouth, let me tell you something. 
it is having an effect in your life. The stinking thinking is not just about thinking, people. The stinking thinking and the stinking rotten stuff that comes out is having a negative effect in what is happening in your life. The negative that you're putting out is attracting more negative to you. The junk that is coming forward, you're putting it out into your atmosphere in your house. When you put it out into your house, it comes back to you in your house. The Bible says that trouble is for the wicked. Are you speaking like the wicked? My people in my church are not ever the wicked. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. It is true. But if you are walking in that, that is when it has the effect. But if you are talking a bunch of trash, that's what's coming back to you. You are reaping what you have sown. The negative things that come out of your mouth is attracting the negativity that's coming back to you. This has to do with your mind and your thoughts because it starts in your heart. What comes out of the mouth is the overflow of the heart. It is written. So do a heart checkup. Ask the Holy Spirit to change your thinking. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. So looking at the other scriptures that we talked about, furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what ought not to be done. So what is that saying? Just that they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God. Are you seeking his knowledge this day? What are you seeking after? The Bible says, to seek and ye shall find. What are you seeking after? Are you reading the word of God? Are you doing the study? Let me tell you something. When I had all of this darkness and negativity around me, I dove so far deep into the Word of God <laughs> that I was buried in it. I knew it. It was in me. It's time to start chewing on the meat, not just the milk. This is some real good preaching. It is the Holy Spirit teaching. It is being revealed by the Holy Spirit. But do you understand what that scripture says? God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they do what they ought not to, what not to be done, what ought not to be done. What ought not to be done. 
What is that? He gave them over to a depraved mind. That means you're making choices. You have an opportunity to make a choice. Read wisdom. Find out what the Word of God is saying. Look to Proverbs. Find out what the Word of God is saying about your choices. It says that once you are delivered of something, you should just lay it down, right? But the Word of God says that it's like a dog going back to eat its vomit. Jesus said this, I set you free at Calvary, but you're going back to Egypt. I delivered you, I split the sea, and I gave you the promised land. But what happened? You started to worship other idols. You forgot about what I just did even though I split the sea. You forgot about what God did even though he split the sea. How long did that take? Even though he put Jesus on the cross, you forgot about that, didn't you? How easy do we fall back in to what he took us out of? When we put the devil under our feet, that is when you will be victorious. When he is coming after you, he's looking for someone to devour. If you do not have yourself in, your eyes in, the word of God, which is what we are transformed by, we are transformed by the word of God. Nothing else will change. You can look to the left, you can look to the right. But when you put your eyes straight on Jesus Christ, right in front of you, he is there. On the cross, that is when you will be changed. Keep your eyes on the cross. Jesus is there for you. He wants to set you free. He wants to help you in your addiction. He wants to help you in everything that you have fallen into. Whatever it is that you have fallen into. He wants to pull you back out of that pit. Sometimes when we fall, we get buried in it. We get buried so deep that we can't get back out of it. What we need to do is cry out to Jesus. We need to cry out to Jesus. He will help you. He will help you. He will listen. He will come running. He will strengthen you. He will give you the strength to get back up every time you fall. Every time you fall, you fall back into the wilderness. If you are trying to get into your ministry, if you are trying to be a leader and you fall back, you are delayed. That will not come to you. If you fall, 
you will be in delay. Let's look at the other scriptures. Now, if we look at this, it said the wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Do you know people that are around you are going against you? You have to catch what is happening around you because there's manipulation and control. And believe me, the evil in people likes the company of somebody else that is in the same evil that they are doing. They like that, they enjoy that. They will pull you down, they will keep you down. But I have to say that someday you will receive a crown. It is written, for those that are in much temptation, there is a crown. One day you will receive it. But here on earth, you will get nothing except for when you turn to Christ. Then you will receive the help that you need. By no other way will it come to you. The wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them for since the creation of the world God's invisible qualities his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse how many people do you know that keep making up excuses I can't, I won't, I'm not doing that. I'm only doing it because he is. I'm only doing it because she is. It's my friends, you know, they all get come around and they want me to do this so I go out. It's no big deal. They are pulling you down. They are holding you down by their wickedness. So next time you're in that situation, why don't you try to help that person also? You can rise above what you are doing and help another person. Especially if you know God's word. Even though you are stuck in something that is wrong, if it is a temptation addiction, let's say, you can still help somebody else. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Pray that prayer because the Holy Spirit wants to help you help somebody else. He wants to help you to help somebody else. For although they knew God, they neither glorified Him as God nor gave thanks to Him but their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. You see, 
if you hang on to that addiction, the darkness that, that you are letting in, you are hardening your heart. So you can't even hear what Jesus is saying to you. Are you blocking out by the darkness? The Bible says that Pharaoh hardened his heart. The Bible says that if you hardened your heart, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. But it says, if you harden your heart, that is the scripture. It is because if you harden your heart against God, you will not hear him. You are blocking out the help that he wants to give you. So, you have to know, for although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God, nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became, they became fools. How many fools do you know? <laughs> Think about what's going on in the world. How many do you know are acting like fools? Those are the ones that have darkness in their hearts. Those are the ones that become fools. Let's just say, back in the day, you went to a party and somebody was always riling everything up to the point of where they got punched in the nose, to the point of where they got knocked down by somebody. That is the biggest fool at the party. Somebody with wisdom would not ever rile up people that are drinking, people that are on some substance that could cause them to be attacked by the devil. See, when you are using that substance, you are opening a door to hell coming into your life. When you have nothing but hell in your life, you have a door open that you are opening, willingly opening. Yes, it is true, you are weak. But in that, you have to know that the word says wherever you are weak, I am strong. The word of God is the thing that you will use to sling back at the devil because it takes down the thoughts that are coming into your mind. When you know God's word, you will shut down the negative thoughts. You will speak it out loud. All you have to do is say it out loud. You speak it out. When the enemy hears that, that spirit will leave you. You claim a mind of Christ. You cast it down. Just say it out loud. I cast down all negative or evil thinking. Why do you want to stay in that evil feeling darkness? Jesus is the light and the darkness shall not overtake it. He is the light and the way the way maker, the promise keeper, the miracle worker, the light in the darkness. Think about it. Think about it. What are you doing? They became fools 
it says, and exchanged the glory of the mortal God for images made to look like mortal human beings and birds and animals and reptiles. They had idols. In other words, they had idols. If they're worshiping that idol, well, what would consist of worship for that idol? What would actually, what would consider worship for that idol? Worshiping that idol is something that you go to constantly for your help. That's becoming your God. That is your God. If you go back to it over and over again, you're glorifying something else than instead of what Jesus died for you to have. So, therefore, 24, therefore, God gave them over to their sinful desires of their hearts to sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. This is what is happening throughout the world. But this is not new, people. It may be more exposed. There may be more pride about it nowadays. But it's not something that's new. This is something that happened from the beginning of time. This scripture is talking about what is sexual impurity for the degrading of their bodies with one another. 25. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worship and serve created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. The creator is the creator of your mortal body, your flesh, the intricate parts of you. He made them. He knows you. He knows your past. He knows your sin. He knows the good things about you. He knows everything, every inch of you, intricately. Nothing can be hidden. He knows your inner thoughts. He knows your mind. He knows your heart. He knows everything that you are plotting and scheming quietly with the devil. If you are plotting and scheming with the devil, God knows it. If you are plotting and scheming with your friends, it's the same. If you are plotting and scheming in your own mind, it's the devil. He has your attention and he is wooing you back to the evil and convincing you and even seducing you back to that evil. He is speaking to you. You may not hear him, but claim a mind of Christ. You have to know your own thoughts. You have to know the thoughts that you are having. You have to resist. Ah, the Bible says to resist, the, submit to the Lord, resist the devil, and he must flee. 
So if you want to kick the devil out, submit to the Lord. Do the things that the Holy Spirit, by the way, when you are being seduced by that spirit to do something wrong, you are also hearing from the Holy Spirit, but you may not know it. So the voice that is louder may be the evil one. But the voice of the Holy Spirit is the quiet one. And he is speaking to you quietly because he loves you and tenderly. And he is telling you, you can beat this. He is encouraging you to know that you know that you know that Jesus Christ is the Savior and he will save you now. He will come running. If you cry out to Christ Jesus, he will come running. Jesus knows you. He knows the trouble that you are in. He knows everything that you are going through. Where are you going to put it? Where are you going to hide it? He knows that. He's with you. Do you want to walk with your arm around Christ or holding the hand of the devil? If you only saw what that spirit looked like, you would never reach your hand out to him again. Oh, wouldn't it be fierce if the Holy Spirit showed you what and who you were partnering with, but that won't happen. Because God will not do that to you. If that is happening to you, let me say something. Truly, get help. Run to the altar. If you are facing something like that in your life, your soul is being attacked. You need deliverance. Run to the altar of Jesus Christ. God's not showing you that. Sister, God's not showing. Brother, God is not showing you that. The Holy Spirit is allowing what is coming to you so that you see it, so that you will know that there is a very detrimental thing that you need to get rid of. There is something in your life that is happening. There is something wrong in your soul. There are soul wounds that are so deep that you need to go for prayer. In the church of Jesus Christ, there are people that God is using for his glory that are anointed men and women of God that know what they are doing. They can lay hands on you and you can be set free from everything demonic instantly go and seek that my daughter my son seek after Jesus because he is the one the only Savior is Jesus Christ you have to seek after him you have to seek under everything that is Seek after it. Look under it. Look it up. <laughs> Whatever it is. You are not under anything. Jesus Christ put the devil under your feet. Walk in the righteousness of God in Christ. Walk in that. Walk in that. 
because that is in you. If you have salvation and you are Holy Spirit filled man of God, he wants to use you for his glory. But if you are stuck in that sin from your past, you need to get baptized. Go and get baptized. As an adult, make that decision and get baptized. When you get baptized as an adult, you are doing the thing that Jesus Christ died for you to know that you are forgiven. John the Baptist baptized him and the Holy Spirit came upon him and he was born again then. There are much many people in the church now that are debating that but I am saying this now that is a time when you are born again it is when you are baptized in water the water will cleanse you and then you are a child born of God in flesh and by water and by the blood of Jesus so get baptized. I want to encourage you this day to get baptized in water and make that adult decision to be baptized and born again. The Bible says that the priest was talking to Nicodemus and Nicodemus said, what do you mean I have to be born again? How can I go back into the womb and be born again? How could I be born twice? And Jesus said to him, Nicodemus, he said, are you telling me that you are leadership of the church of Jesus Christ in the leadership and you don't know? Yes, he said. You have to be born again by water. So the water will then refresh you, cleanse you. When you go down into the water and you come back up, you will be born again. That is what being born again is. It's being born by water. born again people make fun of it people talk about it you know, I don't know the born agains <laughs> the born again people are the only one that has it right the people that know that that they are born again are the ones that are crying out to Jesus for the rest of the world to get an understanding of the truth of Christ that is hidden in the world there will be much deception. Many people will be deceived. That's what the Bible says. Many people will be deceived. If you don't know this in the latter days, you may be listening to the wrong preach. Because if you don't know the word of God, the word of God shall set you free. Shall set you free. Jesus wrote it, 
It was Holy Spirit breathed. It was not just somebody that wanted to sit down and write a book. This was done by the breath of the Holy Spirit. It is live. It is alive and it changes us and transforms us by a renewal of the mind. It is done by the Word of God. This is what we need. The Word of God transforms us and makes us more Christ-like. And His name is Jesus Christ. His name is Jesus, the name above all names, to be glorified from now and all through eternity. The name of Christ Jesus. The name of Jesus is the name above all names. He is Jesus, the Savior of all, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Make him your Savior this day. Say a prayer. It's not simple. <laughs> Some people call it simple. I say there's nothing simple about this choice except for this. When you put your eyes on the cross and you see the love of Christ who died for you so that your sins may be forgiven, you say that prayer. Jesus, come into my heart. Take over my life. I ask you to be the savior of my life. I acknowledge that you are the son of God. Come into my heart. Change me. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. I also want to say one other thing. That when your mind and thoughts are on the wrong thing, it will start coming out of your mouth. When you're at a gathering of people and you hear somebody saying things that are dirt, you know where they're looking. What they're looking at is what's going to come out of their mouth. That is the sin that is in their hearts. So ask God to come into your heart and cleanse it by the blood of Jesus to take that out dirty talk dirty minds that's that's where that comes from sometime the world comes close to it karma that's reaping what you have sown the world calls it karma it goes along with scripture but the enemy wanted to make it his own but there is nothing in the word of God that belongs to the devil nothing this is heart of wisdom I thank you this day for joining us God bless you